Daily Draft Report. Set your DDR to record now. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome up. This is the Daily Draft Report, your daily dose of in prospect information for the NFL Draft today. Me and my guests are going to go over Traylon Burks, the wide receiver from Arkansas, six foot three, two hundred twenty-five pound junior, beast of a wide receiver, beast. My ge- my guest today is Mr. Felix Sharp, co-founder of Campus to Canton. How are you doing this morning, Felix? I'm doing very well. Good to be with you, DJ Beast Mode. I am your geese today, and uh, I can't. I'm, I'm really. I'm. I'm going to be have 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 fun. Let's do it, man. I probably would have edited that out, Felix. Dang it! Now it's going to stick. You're my geese. All right, man. So if you if you are unfamiliar with Traylon Burks, we'll do a quick recruiting profile, quick quick look at the statistics. We're not going to spend a lot of time on that. We're going to spend more time on talking about the actual prospect himself. Traylon was a four-star recruit as the 18th or 16th ranked wide receiver in the class of 2019. He was actually not as highly recruited as most four stars were. Were he only had nine offers and he accepted Arkansas, which was kind of a little bit of a surprise. You'd think he'd be a little bit higher recruited than that. And he has been, since he's been in, he's been an incredibly dominant receiver, each year getting a little bit better. This year in his junior season, he had 67 grabs for 1,120 yards, 11 touchdowns, and he also rushed 14 times for 112 yards and a touchdown. Uh, did not get any awards, anything like that this year. Real quick look at the audit, or the uh, analytics of it. His dominator rating each year has gotten higher. His sophomore year, his dominator rating was over 30%. So you like to see that. And this year it was almost 40, almost 50% of his teams. So he his dominator rating is obviously not anything to look at. Felix, I, I saw earlier today, you posted a uh, a look at one of our statistics too regarding Traylon. Yeah, well, I mean, let me stop you there. Yards per team passes attempt, receiving market share, weighted dominator rating, adjusted yards per team play. Traylon Burks, for his three years at Arkansas, he's above the line. If you look at the graphs that Jarek Backus produces at uh, campusdegant.com, he's above the line on for all of those things. And that line representing uh, players, I believe, that have scored a top 24 season in the NFL. So, Ask me what all of those things mean, those analytics, what they mean. I'm not going to be able to tell you. I just know that he favors well when compared to his to his peers and that he's above the line in all of those categories. So if you look at the film, if you look at analytics, this is a top-tier prospect. Right. Even when you look at the dominator rating of Jamar Chase's giant season, his second season, Traylon Burks was more. I mean, that's crazy to think of because Jamar Chase's season when he won the Oblitnikov with like, uh, God, I don't even remember statistics. He had like 25 touchdowns. It was insane. It feels like it was so long ago, but it was only two years ago. So anyways, Felix, we're going to get into the questions here. We're going to talk about Traylon Burks. What traits and attributes does he possess that you think will make him successful in the NFL? You know, I don't want to reinvent the wheel here. Back in 2018, when he was coming out of high school, Gabe Brooks out of of 24-7, the if you're in Devi circles, you know this name. He wrote a profile on uh, on Traylon Burks. And you tell me which one of these things isn't accurate today. Natural physical tools and athleticism to be a four-star caliber recruit on either side of the ball. This guy could have played linebacker. He could have been safety. Check. I think that's still true. Possesses unique combination of size and athleticism. Check. 
as a receiver, owns outstanding size and mass. He's 6'3", 225. Check. Shows good high-pointing skills, thanks to large frame and impressive ability. Check. I mean, it sounds like we're reading an evaluation of him today. Flashes good initial burst and top-end speed, especially relative to size. This is somebody who's going to go run around a 4-5-ish or probably sub 4-5 at 6'3", 225 pounds. Check. Encouraging hand-catching ability considering lack of full-time reps at wide receiver. Traylon Burks has size 5XL hands. He has to get specially made gloves. Strong with the ball. Difficult to tackle in the open field. Blast's home run hitting ability. Adjust to the ball in flight. Lacks, ide- lacks ideal lateral fluidity. Not slow off the line, but it can improve quickness and decisiveness at the snap. I mean, I think all of those things still apply to Traylon Burks. But quite frankly, in a class that's very deep at wide receiver, he might possess the highest upside because of that that athleticism. I think what we're seeing here is another, and I'm sorry, I keep hitting the microphone here, is another DK Metcalf evaluation. Like, you know, he, you know, he might not do well in the your uh three cone or something like that, but this but right. he is the best size adjusted athlete in this class, regardless of position. When I'm considering the running backs, quarterbacks, wide receivers tight end, the skill position players. I don't think that there's going to be a better size adjusted athlete at any skill position. And you can tell me if you think I'm wrong. You you can tell me if you think, you know, Chris Olave is a better size adjusted athlete, or if you think, you know, David Bell is a better, a better size adjusted athlete or Isaiah Spiller or, or somebody. I, I, I think that it's Traylon Burks, number one, and it's not particularly close. Right, especially the wide receivers. I could see like a one of the defensive guys, like Kayvon Thibodeau, might be a better, but I mean he can't do what Burks can do. So you, you see a lot of the people. What they say negative about Burks is is these guys just don't succeed at that size anymore. Like even Metcalf is tailing off this year. I, I don't think that's necessarily because of talent. So what do you think could hold him back? What could be stand in his way of being a monster? In- I think potentially landing spot. I mean, that's the same for any prospect where landing spot could potentially hold him back. If you're, I think Traylon Burks is someone who can get open deep, but at the same time, you want to be able to throw to him when he's covered. So I think about the gunslingers in the NFL, Matthew Stafford, Jameis Winston. I want him with that type of player, Zach Wilson. I want him with that type of player. I don't want him with Marcus Mariota. Uh, the 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 quarterback on the Alex Smith, the quarterback on that spectrum, um, somebody who's going to play it safe. I want someone who's going to be dangerous, but at the same time, at the same time, I think that he has some Debo Samuel to his game, where you can throw him bubble routes, bubble screens, you can throw him jailbreak screens. You can. He's too big to line up in the backfield, but but he, I mean, he ran for a hundred yards this year. He had like fourteen carries for a hundred yards, so um, you can run him on on jet sweeps, but. I want someone who's going to give him opportunities to make contested catches like he did against Alabama this year. Like this is somebody who can go up and get the ball. He doesn't need to. He doesn't have to rely on that. That's why I don't think that he is Nikhil Harry per se. Um, And so what can derail him? I think it's potentially landing spot. We want him with a quarterback who's going to like, that's where we get that wide receiver one ability, those touchdowns where they're going to throw it up to him in the red zone. They're going to throw him up throw it up to him we saw we saw uh joe burrow throw it up to um uh uh, t higgins 
last week. I don't know when this is going to be released, but week right. 17 of the NFL season. <laughs> He's a, he was essentially double teamed on a seam route on the along the the number the left numbers, and Joe and Joe Burrow threw it up to him. Like I want a quarterback to to have the confidence in Traylon Burks to do that, and not not Jared Goff. I don't think he would. Jared Goff would be great for um, for Traylon Burks, somebody who's going to check it down, throw it up to this man, and let him come down with it. Right. Yeah, I'll post a, a video along with this when I drop it. Um, there, there was two plays when I was, I was actually watching, I was cutting up game tape for Matt Corral and on two consecutive plays, Burks caught like 30 yards, 40 yards downfield against the sideline, just mossed a guy like the same exact play, probably the same exact cornerback. It was ridiculous. I mean, he, you can't guard him. I mean, nobody's going to be able to guard him like that in those situations, even the better cornerbacks in the NFL. So I do think the landing spot is going to be the biggest issue. So I went into the mock draft database database for this one to kind of see where we as a community are taking Traylon Burks. The consensus is 19 to the Eagles, which I hate. Um, but in a lot of mock drafts, they have him going right around that area to the Eagles, 25 to the Bills, 29 to the Chiefs, which would be kind of not nice to the rest of the NFL. Um, a lot, a lot of them going to the Lions too. So Chiefs, Lions, Eagles, I see that a lot. Yeah, I like any of those spots, or well, the Detroit Lions. I, Obviously, I KC. Like that spot, so <laughs> I, um, I like KC. it. I like that too. No, I'm I'm a Lions fan for for those don't don't know a lifelong Lions fan. I would love that spot. I don't <laughs> listen. I think he's going to go to the combine and run a four four five and be six three two hundred and twenty five pounds. I, they're they're putting him what at seventeen nineteen. He's not going to make it. He's not going to make it there. And we often see this in early mock drafts where these players athleticism isn't really being considered once they rip up the combine. I mean, he's going to be a top 15 ish draft pick. And then you just have to consider, all right, top 15 ish draft pick. He's going to go to a bad team. Is he going to go to a team that is going to where someone is going to throw him the ball, the jets. I don't know where the jets pick in the first round. I hope they still have their first round draft pick too. Cause I'm not, Zach Wilson would throw him the ball, and they could they could use a a prototypical X receiver in that wide nine scheme. Right, there's a, a quite a few guys recently in the last week have him going to the Browns at third. I don't know. Ba- Baker used to have that yellow mentality, but it doesn't seem like he does anymore. Now he seems like he wants to just destroy wide receivers. So I, I don't know, man. I don't like that spot either. So. I, I do, as as a Lions fan also, would love that. But you also said Jared Goff is not that type of guy. I don't think Jared Goff is going to be around forever. But no, I, don't think I, so. I still would not like that pairing initially. I, I mean, I think they would use him, but they wouldn't use him a whole lot. You know, he might be a guy that gets 35, 40 catches for 600 yards and seven touchdowns on the Lions. Where he could be so much more, you know, given in a better offense. So I don't hate the Lions, but I don't love it either. So. The That's only reason why I would like the Lions is one because it's my lifelong team, but two, I think that they actually have a foundation to build something there, and the Lions could potentially take a quarterback in the second round that they could protect. The Lions have a very good offensive line; they can protect their quarterback and allow plays to develop down the field. They can afford to give their quarterback more time. So, like if the Lions got, for example. Sam Howell, who people have falling out of the first round for some reason. And they got him at the top of the second round. Just imagine if you pair Traylon Burks and Sam Howell. 
then I think you would like it. So, um, it's and Sam Howell, probably one of the the best deep ball passer uh, in this draft class, oh, definitely, or or second only to Carson Strong. So, um, that that's the pipe dream. That's the pipe dream. If if my Detroit Say Lions got, got him. Say the, the Lions will pick at two and then thirty, and then they will also pick again at what thirty three or thirty four. So they that's right. Really they have the second pick in the there. draft. So yeah, thirty four. Yeah. So you think they're going defense there, and then thirty four. What if they took like Malik Willis, who's just like as, as crazy as at it two? Sounds, he, his deep ball. They took Malik. No, at at thirty three or thirty four. Oh, with the Rams. No, not at two. Pick. With the Rams pick. At two, they better take um, Hutchinson or Tebow, yeah, whichever Hutchinson. one's left. Listen, <laughs> my dream. This isn't going to happen. My dream is Hutchinson, and then with the next two picks, thirty and thirty and thirty six or whatever, whatever that second round pick is, Sam Howell and either Jamison Williams or Traylon Burks. It's not going to happen. But give me the guy who's going. They already have a good run game. Give me the guy who's going to throw it deep, and give me a guy who's going to catch it. So Traylon Burks, that would be great. Jamison Williams, close second. It's not going to happen though, Dwight. No, you hear that phone buzz, and that's Felix's, like, the police calling him because that would be robbery. That, that would be, yeah, <laughs> that would be crazy, man. Oh, that would be so much fun, though. So, all right, Felix, we're going to wrap this show up. I want to try to keep these nice and tight. Felix, tell everybody what you're working on, where they can find you on Twitter. You can find me at Sharp Review. That's Sharp with an E on Twitter. I generally write for CampusToCanton.com, the only website dedicated to the Campus to Canton format exclusively uh i actually wrote something today today is sunday week 18 on the hottest name uh in recruiting circles so, so that will be published somewhere in the next couple of days <laughs> couple of days either at campuscan.com <laughs> or someone or somewhere else but if you follow me at sharp review sharp with an e then you'll find out where and who that recruit is dwight very important information here you can find me at ff people's champ and i Shout out to Elliot Chris, who, yes, I remember his podcast back in the day. And I remember even tweeting at him about whether he was starting it up. Um, But shout out to Elliot Chris and Dwight. Congratulations to you for carrying on that legacy. Oh, absolutely. It was the very first pod I was on, man. Elliot gave me a chance to talk about a little linebacker, uh, Leighton Van Der Esch, who ended up having some good success at at the Cowboys. But I thought he was going to be a hell of a lot better than he was, so. Elliot was the first one who gave me a chance. And so I just want to pick up the hopefully, you know, do kind of what he was doing and make him proud. So, all right, guys, this has been the DDR. I will talk to you tomorrow.